Hey, this is Glory Every Day, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Kayla Turner. Join me each week as I talk with a friend about how God is at work in our lives for His glory. I love to tell stories, laugh, and accidentally cry often. My hope is that hearing these conversations will encourage you with fresh eyes to see how God is at work in your own life for His glory. Because whether you are cleaning a bathroom, working at your computer, or having coffee with a friend, God can be glorified in all of it. Hey guys, welcome to Glory Every Day. I'm really glad that you're here to listen today. And I have a guest that is my favorite person in the entire world. We may not have a ton of male guests, but today we do because my other half is joining us. Bill slash Will Turner. (laughs) Do you have anything to say for yourself with a slash in your name? I was just, I'm really thankful to be their favorite person. I was waiting to see who would say. Whatever, you would call me that all the time. So quick backstory <laughs> to the to the slash business. His name obviously is William Festus Turner the third. Our offspring is the fourth. But he Originating from Scotland, Ire- Ireland okay. and England. My family is that was an important detail. It was not important. Anyway, he it is, it is obviously like so he grew up Bill and then he went away to school and everything was like William again written on things. And so people just started calling him Will and he did not stop them. And he grew up in a small town. So everybody just knew when they saw William written somewhere that it was actually Bill. And then he was Will. And then we moved. It's been great. We've you moved, know, so like they're basically like on half half of the state of Missouri. He's Will and the other half he's Bill. And then if there's been overlap in some of those things, there's like Bill and Will. So like there's both of those things happening at church sometimes and people find it really confusing. Well, we've never traveled to New York together. You wouldn't believe what they call me there. <laughs> they have a different name for me there. That's not true. Is it? <laughs> no, it's not true. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Bill slash Will, I always feel funny about what to call you when there's other people around. Like I call you Bill. Your sister and mother would say that I call you Belle, but Bell. I don't know if that's like the St. Louis thing. Yes. But generally I call you Bill. If I'm talking to other people who are Will people, I generally try to make the switch and say Will. Because they sound similar, I feel like people can make that jump in their head if I mess up. Like Bill right. Will it's not <laughs> is like easy enough. Carl. And Herkimer. <laughs> Herkimer. Nope. <laughs> No, they would be like two different people, but Bill Will are kind of the same. So it's like when I call you Carla, people get confused. You do call me Carla sometimes, but that's because I. It's kind of a t- bo- it's a boring story. story. It's not people a- used to get your name wrong when you worked at Starbucks, mm-hmm. and I thought it was funny, and so I called you Carla for a while. But now, now it's became become this like persona that like when I mess up or do something wrong, you call me Carla. <laughs> Come on, Carla. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Not like in a mean way. Not like oh, why is he making fun of his wife for messing up all the time? Like when I do silly things <laughs> or you know like Carla and. Then then it's really funny when other people join in on that and they're like calling me Carla when they think I've done something silly. <laughs> you said Carla in your vows. I Carla. I did not. <laughs> but that was the thing is that people probably thought that that was because of the way I say my name. People think that's what I'm saying. I will say this is Kayla and they'll be like, oh, hi, Carla. It's your St. Louis accent once I again. Know. I don't know. Anyway, so now that we've certainly covered the name situation of the two people sitting at the table, this is Kayla, and that is Bill slash Will. Hi. <laughs> oh, that's a great intro. So today we want to it's talk. It's kind of like we're on a date right now. 
Well, we are. It's kind of like a day date. The kids yeah. are in school. Day dates are our favorite. That's a bonus of Welcome being... to our day date. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. That is such a perk of ministry. Like, there's a lot of hard things in ministry. But getting days off during the week are such a blessing to us and our schedule. Mm. Our evenings are often really busy. Yes. So, that's good. So, anything you have to say for yourself or you want to say before, like, I jump into the content? I feel like I was about to jump in, but... I don't know. Interesting. Um, I don't think so. You know, I gave my family of origin. Where they, where from. <laughs> Praise God. We were all going to be wondering. <laughs> we didn't do yours. That's probably not necessary. It's German. Yeah. <laughs> Highly German. All both sides. Every side. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say on this podcast. So. Whenever I think of <laughs> both sides. Well, then we need a new guest. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump in a movie quote then while you're gathering your thoughts. But whenever you feel <laughs> both sides are talked about, it always makes me think of the other sister because she went to yep. the mall to get like she thought she was going to get a free makeover, but they only did half of it. And she was so embarrassed. So then I guess for her wedding, is that what it was when mm-hmm. they did her makeup? It was it was like it was supposed to be funny, but it was also like really tender and sweet and sad at the same time because she was like, look, mom, they did my makeup both sides. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, both sides German, the end. So what I would like to talk about today is the idea of like, I I had tossed around the, the phrase noticing patterns and you maybe weren't a giant fan of that perhaps. I mean, I think it's, I think it's can be correct in a way that it helps, but overall, I think maybe the better idea would be to like mm-hmm. noticing the voice of the Lord and like yeah. noticing ways in which he's speaking to us that we can often miss or just not just his voice but also like what he's doing yes that's like, it yeah noticing the activity the voice so you could call it patterns sure I think when in the example we were talking about earlier which we can talk about like not with them yeah you didn't miss anything guys yeah <laughs> you, oh you did you have to get past the paywall though to hear that it's I'm, a paywall like you have to pay to get past it oh <laughs> You gotta pay to hear the rest what of the story. The rest of the story. What's it? Mario Kart? Not Mario Kart. Mario Party. That wall that comes down. What's that called? I want you to <laughs> try to guess. It's, does it have a name? Mm-hmm. It's that block thing. Yep, there is a name for them. Uh, anybody else? You have, have to pay the paywall to find out the name. Games with? <laughs> Help me. It's probably a copyrighted. Probably. I don't know if I can say it. Anyway. So we often notice like patterns um, in the way that God moves, and and we as humans, I think. We'll, we'll think like, oh, God did that that way when I did this. And so yeah. it becomes more like a, almost formula. like an exchange or formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I always think of Chronicles of Narnia when um, Aslan does not show up the same way. Yeah. Uh, you know, he shows up pretty big in the first time he's at the camp. But later in other books, he even mentions like he, it's 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 quoted that he never comes the same way twice. Yeah. And so we often... Um, we often think he does, though, and we often think like, oh, I don't know. I get that way about a lot of things, not just mm-hmm. God, as I think about it. Like, I think, and this is so silly as a kid, like when we were, we would be like deer hunting, like sitting in the stand, remembering like the pattern of things that I looked at, and then a deer was there. Mm-hmm. It's like, so maybe if I close my eyes and, you know, look down and pick up my gun and talk to my dad and close my eyes for two seconds and I open them, a deer will be there. And like, I think we do that in life. But Sometimes are. I think it's like a grasp for control. Like if I can make mm. this thing happen. Yep. If I can make it happen, um, if I can ask God to move, you know. Um, so that's that's the we would often think of those as formulas rather sure. than patterns. But well, and I think God will can can do 
the same thing over and over again, right? right? Mm -hmm. To our knowledge, he has not parted water to that degree a second time, you know, in history that, that we know of. So I think what it, more than anything, like I think part of it is like believing that we know we can, right? Yeah. And I don't think that's, I think we're told that sometimes, like especially when we think of conversations around healing, like, well, we have to believe that God can. Yeah. Which, and we do. But I think sometimes that feels like, this blindness or disheartened like i can i believe he can but he probably won't and so i just believe he can but i'm still really like disheartened by it and mm -hmm. so like what does that look like to believe god can mm -hmm. part the waters or right. that god can do this thing or that he can forgive sins right yeah you know right basic um i just go back to like believing is obeying you know even though like if i believe in 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 god and i believe in his commandments i believe in the covenants and those things then i'm going to like my life will be a life of obedience mm -hmm. even when it's really hard sure that's what faith is it's it's like doing um the obedient thing loving our neighbors loving god loving our church like loving those things um even when it's like kind of messy mm -hmm. and so i'm obeying what god tells me to do and that is believing. Because if I didn't believe, then I wouldn't do those things. Yeah. Do you disagree? Well, I'm just trying to think of, like again, like the scenario maybe with a really sick person. Mm -hmm. Like they're walking in obedience in all the ways, X, Y, Z, you know, whatever all those things mean. They believe that God can heal them. But I think there's also like saying that and then like, but he won't is an option and that can yeah. be really sad at times or i think i mean and maybe this is where i'm trying to seek the reconciliation i may work it out for myself here it's like hey i believe god can and maybe he won't but that means he's still good and i think that's where sure. we land on right I well guess. and healing doesn't mean you know you could die and yes. be healed yes um he will bring healing he may not bring it in the way that you expect it right. he may bring it through medicine he may bring it through uh, miracles he may bring it through death mm -hmm. where you get to be fully healed eternally mm -hmm. which is another amazing grace um that he has for us so it's there is a, a gap like he will heal you yeah um but you're speaking even like if god doesn't heal me by healing me miraculously or through mm -hmm. medicine he is still good right. like death is and I think that's the tagline. Like, that's mm -hmm. where we have to get at. Like, we believe he could do these things. He may not, and he may do that, but he's good, and it's for my good. Yeah. And that's where we have to, like, continue. Like, we can't just stop there. I mean, the same way right. with Romans eight twenty eight. Like, all things work together for good. You don't stop there. Yeah. Because it says for those who are called according to his purpose. And yeah. so, like, he's working things out for his children. Right. Who are called that's a suffering to his passage. Purpose. That's yeah. not like a, you know, I can ace my math test. Mm -hmm. because God's it's like it's I can I can endure and mm -hmm. suffering and say that God is good right uh, I also think like it's it can be mysterious too there's mystery sure in the way that God moves and works and he's good and we don't see big picture and I I just I I always have been drawn to the man in scripture who prayed and asked and basically just was telling Jesus like Lord I believe but help my unbelief yeah, yeah. like those are that's a tension that exists um in all of us yeah in every believer and I think just like not ignoring that is a pretty important detail of, of following the Lord is Lord, I believe in you. Also, it's hard to sometimes. Will you help me where I where I'm struggling? Yeah.
It was good. I don't know how we got there. Yeah. Well, talking about patterns, beliefs. Patterns, beliefs, yeah. So in terms of like listening and all of that, so Mm -hmm. like whether that's in trials or just even every day, how do we work on hearing, like hearing the voice of the Lord or like even asking him to do something again or to do something that we feel like should be in his will? Or even I think maybe that's what it is, is like learning how to pray into his will more. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to read his will. Mm-hmm. That will help. Spend time in the word. People are often like, I don't know what the will of God is for my life. And I'm like, have you read the word of God? Because the word of God is the will of God. And I think when we know how God works based on meditating on scripture and memorizing scripture, um, I think um, listening to his voice and not just being the the only talker in the conversation, but yeah. being able to sit and be still, mm-hmm. um, looking for opportunities that you know we always talk about windows in our family. Like a window's closing over here, God's closing that window for one reason or another. A window's opening over here, God's opening that window for one reason or another. Being able to like look for those things. Um, and even being willing to like sit in the in-between. Like I think mm-hmm. I think it's not it's not scriptural <laughs> and it's like a catchy phrase, right? Like when one door closes, another one opens. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. theoretically, but really sometimes like there is waiting. Like sometimes yeah. God says no to something <laughs> and we don't know what the next thing is. And like waiting is obedience. I mean, that's what the wilderness was. Yeah. It was like Egypt is closed. The promised land is open. Nope, it's not. You're disobedient. So now both doors are closed. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted to go back to Egypt, mm-hmm. you know, where there was meat and food and all those things. And, and God's like, no, nope, you're not doing that. Can't go into the promised land right now. You're going to wander in the wilderness and wait for mm-hmm. 40 years. Thank God we haven't had to do that. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about this all the time. If you want to talk about patterns, um, the wilderness is a pattern. Yeah. From, you know, from Exodus to today, even even pre, like, Adam and Eve getting sent out of the garden Mm -hmm. into like unknown territory. Um, Like the wilderness of wandering is a place where God often sends his people and often like, and that doesn't mean he's a bad God or cruel God. He knows it's good for us. Right. Uh, That in between place actually is sometimes the best place for growth. Yeah. So like, I think, and that sets us up well for like understanding like the voice of God and like, Hey, what are you doing now? Um, especially when you think of the wilderness and like just the 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 actual travel patterns that they had were really ridiculous like if you were, oh, to, it's were to map so it out so zigzaggy and so one of the things like or we, wandery <laughs> so wandery. wandery and like in hindsight we know all of these things right because we're reading it after it happened and we know the purposes in which the lord purposed their journey but like at one of the points they were really annoyed at the way they had to go because it was like you know, pretty roundabout, but like what they didn't understand was that the way that they wanted to travel, like this, the straighter, quicker way was actually way more dangerous for them. And they weren't big enough and strong enough to be able to protect themselves from the elements of that specific journey. And so like, how often do we like whine and kick because we just want the thing Mm -hmm. and we feel like we're ready for it. And God's like, Hey, you're not ready. Like I'm actually going to take you around this other way to prepare you. And it's going to be longer, but you'll be ready for it later. And the lessons along this way are for your good. And like, that is something I can really quickly forget sometimes because that is more of a long sighted 
kind of perspective. And we are just as humans are so short sighted. Well, I mean, gosh, that's our story too. Like our story is interruptions Hmm. and disruption. (laughs) 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 Interrupting cow. (laughs) Uh, Never gets old. Um, but our story is one where God is constantly like leading down a road and then he changes the course of that road, whether it be like a 90 degree angle or just, you know, slightly. And it's confusing because, it, you know, called to plant churches, we start that journey. We spend a couple of years of our life working towards that. God, like, clo- let's be specific, because I was going to ask you for an example, and you oh, already, sure. you're already giving one. So that's yeah. fine. I just want you to like, not just like, hey, called to plant churches. Yes, but like oriented your life around a specific area like yeah. a plan and all the things to to, to launch mm-hmm. a church Go ahead. yeah i went through church planning networks to get assessed um started building core team we met as a core team like we i mean the fundraised fundraised i mean i raised our support we did that together for what three years mm-hmm. and we talked about that i actually use this a little bit as an example in uh, when I talked with Kelly on sure. the first podcast. So, but okay. keep going now. Yeah. Maybe heard I mean, that. so, so you, you've got that example anyway, this whole world being built up, God closes the door for multiple reasons. And which we actually didn't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. We was, had a few glimpses in the beginning of like possibilities. And sometimes that happens. Like sometimes like God can close the door and we can dream and he gives us like glimpses of things to maybe hope for that aren't even what will happen, but I think right. it's in his goodness to like lay that in front of us. Yeah. And I mean, and we can even obviously say on this side of that really hard season, cause I mean, you, you gear your life towards a direction for years and then all of a sudden it's like, nope, this is not going to be the and way. calling. Like yeah. we were going to give ourselves to it. We were. And, and then it changes and to say like, okay, God, what in the world? Are we just like wasting time? But now like I can look at that and be like, oh my gosh, like one, I'm really thankful that we didn't do that in that season because of like our health mm-hmm. um individually <clears throat> and together and our gifting and skill set i think wasn't as sharp not that yeah. god couldn't have done it sure. in that season either but it's like but just to just to see where we've grown in the last three four years since then um it's like oh man like i i would be a better pastor leader now mm-hmm. healthier leader now than I would have been back then. One of um, the things I even think about is like the specific location that we ended up moving to. Mm-hmm. So like the timing of all of that was I was living where I worked. Like, you know, we were in, in residential housing on a college campus. And so we knew that time was coming to a close and actually like per, like that couldn't have been at a better timing because had yeah. we not planned to go plant a church, I don't know that we would have look like we would have stayed there and that would not have been a good healthy place for us right in that season and things that were going on on that campus and so the lord like provided a way out for us yeah and where we are now like i just i don't know that that would have been my gut to say when we're leaving that part of kansas city to be like oh let's move to this part like but because we felt called to plant a church there we moved there and so like just the way that the lord draws us to certain places sometimes can be so zigzaggy like we don't always hear and so we have to have like this big motivation to like do something yeah so like we're going to move there because we're going to plant a church i don't know that my heart would have listened as clearly you know if it wasn't with that purpose right i mean think about this we're we're coming up on our fifth year here Mm -hmm. in this city Mm -hmm. you talk about like preparation and god's sovereignty like think about how much more we love know this city even our neighbors our 
um, friendships, all of those things are so much deeper here embedded in this community in a yeah. different way, which is a gift yeah. that, that God has given us. Um, but just looking back and seeing what he did in that mm-hmm. season as a pattern was really helpful to us. And I mean, there's been so many other ones like mm-hmm. that, even since then, minor ones, bigger ones, directions, decisions that ha- our, our family has been through um, together that it's really easy now looking back. <laughs> here's a, here's the cool thing though. It's happened enough that I, I now believe like God has worked in you and me like yeah. eyes to look for it and yes. to have more faith. Like our faith right. has increased because mm-hmm. I can look forward and I see like even, even today I can look forward in our life and see like, Oh, we've got some tough stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, well, goodness, God's taken care of us so many times before. Like, I almost broke into song. Well, I, I almost made an Andy Griffith reference. <laughs> By golly, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> there she goes. Well, goodness. Yep. But you're right. Goodness, God has taken he care of us. Absolutely. He never failed me yet. Uh, but he has. He's taken care of well. <laughs> well, He's taken care of us so many times that it would be foolish to even yeah. believe that he wouldn't take care of us, even if it's not what we think right. looks. Well, and I think I want to like, I want to skip back just a tiny bit to Please. where you started talking about like recognizing it better now like mm-hmm. it's a muscle and the more you do it yep. so like i think if the lord well let me say i would i would hope i would like to hope that if the lord was going to call us to move or be somewhere else that we would be able to sense that without needing as like as big of like reasons for things like <laughs> yeah. you know and and maybe that's not a good example as much as it is like one of the phrases we use a lot at church is like practicing the presence and so like being able to like practice the presence of the lord so again like i was saying earlier about just being able to hear the voice of the holy spirit and know what that sounds like and like pay attention to it and so um one and this is a maybe a funny little example but i feel like it is really helpful to me so i was getting ready to teach on this practicing the presence um as a portion of this cohort that a friend of mine and i are leading at church with a few women and one of the sessions was partly about this whole practicing the presence and so the lady that's coaching us on our teaching had met with us and gave us a really great example of an experience in her life where the lord had like tried to teach her show her something she ignored it and then later it was really clear that oh yeah that actually was god talking to me and so i had that example to teach but i really wanted my own personal example and i just Mm. was struggling to think of one and think of one and so the night before that that class was meeting we were home and we were getting ready for um bill slash wills discipleship leadership group to come on over they meet on monday nights and they we just finished dinner and i was getting ready to make the coffee and i almost hit the button and was like oh maybe i should make a whole pot right now it's a little bit early and i thought oh, i'll go ahead and hit it because i want i want i'm gonna go ahead and have a cup so i hit the button waited for it to be done poured myself and bill will a cup of coffee came upstairs and he said oh hey i have a surprise for you um it's got canceled tonight and we're having a family night and the boys were all in there with him and so we were like Woo-hoo! and then i was like oh not great now i have a whole pot of coffee and like and i know that this is silly but in that moment like i knew that the lord was actually like hey don't hit that button yet like i can recognize that and so like 
it was just like praise the lord for really cheap lessons right like that was pennies not a big deal that i wasted a pot of coffee like i would have i would have still made it but only made half of it right <laughs> don't hit the button <laughs> so like i think it's things like that that we just are so quick at moving and not like being aware of like the presence of the lord and the way that he would like direct things and so like the more I've been walking in that, like the more stories I have of like, okay, I'll do that thing even though it feels silly. And then later I'm like, oh, that's that's why I had this instinct to do this is because God was mm-hmm. trying to like save this whatever. And like, and it's like actually a lot of really small things, but right. I love it because God cares about the details and the little things of, of our lives. He does. Small, ordinary, mm-hmm. boring to us, not sure. to God, but yeah. you know, it's not boring. But to us, it could seem very just ordinary, mm-hmm. run-of-the-mill type details, but they do matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in some, we talked a little bit about this earlier, and then it ties in here too, like because that can be like a really abstract thought. Like I can remember sitting in ugh, maybe first grade or second grade, like something at church. It wasn't Sunday school. It was either a Sunday night thing or a Wednesday night, like mission friends, any of my Baptist friends growing up here. I think it was mission friends before I was in before. Oh yeah. I wasn't in GAs yet. And I can remember this lady kept saying, and, and then God told me, and I could remember hearing God tell me. And I was like, somebody freaking tell me what that is like. <laughs> like I was so frustrated because yeah. all they would say is like, it's this still small voice and they're not wrong. Right. Like they just, that was very hard for me as a small child to, Cause it's to not grasp. always an, I mean, I've not ever heard God audibly right. speak. And I think even like as adults, like people that haven't walked in that or heard that well, like that is equally as frustrating. Like it's not, it's not limited to children being frustrated about it. It's like, if that's you, like it's okay. Like it is, it's a very, it's not this always like tangible, we'll sit for this long and do that. You know, there's no formula like we were saying earlier, but the more we become aware of it and press into that and go, Hey, maybe that was God. What would obedience to that look like? And more times than not, like what if it like, we get hung up on like, hey, is God telling me to give this person money or is God telling me mm-hmm. to like sign up and serve here or is God asking this or that of me? Can I ask you this though? Like, if does it look like obedience to do that thing? And if doing that thing... And when you mean obedience, you mean like, what does the scripture teach about the character of God and mm-hmm. what he's calling us to? Mm-hmm. If it lines up, God's not going to be like, no, don't do it. You know? Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, we get so hung up in, like, the complexity of that. It's like, does God love people? In that instance, does God love the poor? Does he love generosity? Mm -hmm. Does he love sacrifice? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. He also loves stewardship. And so there's an element of, like, stewarding your money so that you can provide. But there's also an element of, like, sacrifice, sacrificial sacrifice. sacrifice. Combine them. Like, sacrificially giving but like being wise in our giving too right yeah i mean not just giving i i was sure no no no. i just was caveating yeah um i had a thought i've lost it you think about it about giving or no um about listening to the voice sure oh yeah often he for me like he has spoken to me using my own thoughts Oh, yes. Like By the, and large my voice me. in my head. Mm-hmm. And does that mean every time I hear a voice that is my voice in my head that that is God? I will, I will tell you right now it is not. <laughs> mm, honey. <laughs> I love you. Uh, but that's why, you know, the Bible's very clear. Like we're called to test those things. So like put them to the, put them to scripture. Mm-hmm. And like, is this, you know, is this what the Bible teaches? Is this what scripture speaks clearly? And maybe it's not like super clear in scripture. For instance, like the scripture doesn't say like, should we 
sleep train or not sleep train, but, uh, our kids, but, but there is like elements of stewardship and things like that and right. conviction that you can. Yeah. So like your thoughts, through. that's a, that's a really good example because more often for me, it is like a thought to like do something like it's mm-hmm. a, it's a thought I have. It feels like me, but the more I, I'm aware of that in an obedient to like thinking through those things and pressing into yep. things that especially with like that, that display the character of God. Um, it's like, I'm able to, like, hey, yes, call I'm able this person right now. Yeah. I'm able to label it and go like, Oh yeah, that like, I felt like God asked me to do that. And I did. Yeah. And, and then there are moments in all honesty where like, I hear the thought and then I'm like, Oh, that's a big thing. And like my heart races quite a bit yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, Oh yeah, this is like a real thing. It's happening right now. And like, there's a lot of pressure in that for me at times, depending on what it is. Right. Well, and again, going back to, it's not a formula when you and I are in a relationship with one another, then we can, um, like, I know your heart. I know, yeah. like, I know your desires. I know your motivations. I know what you want. And so like, we often think like, Oh, God's going to tell me what he wants. And that's the only time I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. But if I'm spending time with God regularly, mm-hmm. whether it's like in the morning, in the word, in the car, in prayer, just like in life, like I, I we, there's a sermon that, um, one of the pastors I work with, he preached a few years ago when he was like, open the window, like God is with you at all times, like open the window to him, you know, mm-hmm. just talk to him. Um, you can talk to him as you're driving, as you're putting gas in your car. This is like the ordinary things. This is like your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's with you every day and glory every day. Right. But open the window and have a relationship with God. And then his voice, when he does speak to you is it is relational. It's not formulaic. Yeah. And I, sometimes I, I have used the phrase like just inviting God into your thoughts. Yeah. Like, because for me, man, if I am stressed about something or like there's a big thing that's taking up a lot of my the space in my head, I am a gut processor. And so I can tend to like just ruminate. And so like I think about something and just feel like I'm on this hamster wheel. And so if I can like stop and recognize the fact that like I'm actually not making a ton of sense and if I articulate it sometimes just praying out loud is really helpful to me to like mm. put words to things like when there's when I when I can right like I'll pray out loud by myself often right and like even even if my kids are in the car and there's stuff going on like a lot of times I'll be like hey we need to pray about this and then we'll just we'll pray but um so I think sometimes for somebody like me that's really helpful and even if it's not out loud like just okay, I'm going to think through this and like, God, I need you to like help me think through this. And, Hmm. you know, so like you're trying to like plan something, but you can plan that like with opening the window, as you were saying, like saying like, God, help me plan this, like be here in this and guide my thoughts and help me, help me do that. Or even like, man, this person just said something that made me really angry. God, what do you think about that? Mm -hmm. Or even like, God, why am I angry? Why am I angry about this? God, like Mm -hmm. just in, just, the spirit is with you. The spirit mm-hmm. lives yes. like among us. Jesus is a, is a part of who we are as children of God. And so it's like we have direct access to that at all times. The curtain is torn. Like we're, we're in the Holy of Holies because we are children saved by Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. washed in the spirit. Um, and like we can do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I feel really lonely today. Why? God, why do I feel lonely? What, what am I actually not believing, um, right now in this moment about you or about this person or about the gospel or, or whatever that is, that is causing me to feel those things. Just have a conversation, open the window. 
Yeah. And invite truth in because a lot of times, if I'm being honest, like I'm scrambling on the hamster wheel of thoughts mm-hmm. because I've like trying to like find my bearings and my ground. But like if I can remember, like and take a minute to say like, hey, what am I believing that this has really rocked me? Like, yeah. am I believing truth of who I am or am I believing the thing that this person said or or that this other thing really matters that doesn't matter? And so right. that's really good, yeah, I think to ask what you're believing right now. Well, and I think that's why we are called to meditate on the scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not knocking memorization. I think we should be memorizing scripture because you don't always have a Bible in front of you. I mean, we do these days with phones and sure. things like that, but memorization is important, but like this, we are called to meditate on scripture. And I think the meditation is what like in those moments of listening, like I can, I can be like brought back to, Hey, the heart is deceitful above Mm -hmm. all things. It's like, okay, I'm feeling this way. That doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Let's test out. Let's like, let's go to the, the, like you said, let's go to the truth of what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and work that out. And so there's moments like that, that, Uh, you said that, and this is only related to something that you said and not related to your actual point, but it's a funny <laughs> story, so I want to tell it. I actually told somebody, a group of people, I can't remember who, but it wasn't that long ago, and I like told this on myself, that I have, you know, I grew, I grew up in like a scripture memory culture, you know, in church. We had a Bible verse every week in Sunday school and then Awanas and all the things, and I have a pretty good memory like to for that type of thing I did for a long time until about 28 29 I think (laughs) it's when it started to get a lot harder okay no not true so that's when it started to get a little bit harder kids I guess but um and so like there was part of me that was as always I'm a creature of habit though too and so there's that part of it for sure like when I needed to find a verse about something or I like remember the verse but not the reference I would like I almost always like grab my keyword bible and I would Mm -hmm. look up those words to see if I could get to the verse or different things and like I'm not I'm not even joking like less than a year ago I was doing a bible study with my friend my neighbor and she said well sometimes if I'm feeling like whatever it is like she just was giving an example of something like when I feel this way like I just google like bible verses for something and like in that moment I was like oh I could have been using google this whole time <laughs> to help me find verses That's <laughs> but really I funny. just was so like I'm just gonna I'm gonna do the work and find the verse and it wasn't even like I wasn't even being prideful like I don't need to like it just never even occurred to me yeah do you, do you so remember? I have found a lot more verses faster recently right than I've needed do you remember when we were taking classes together yeah. and <laughs> yes it was like we were in seminary for a little bit together I'd love to finish that someday one day heart's desire one day anyway I remember like <laughs> we were taking classes and I just remember the professor at one point saying like, oh yeah, just like Google this theme in scripture. And I was just like, oh, Wait, like what? that's our, a tool. <laughs> like we're just Googling things like <laughs> wisdom in scripture, Google, like, I, okay. So is, it was, so at some point it was a new concept to you too. Much, much earlier it was, than no, me, but. It was always a concept I used. <laughs> I just didn't know it was okay until. That generational gap. <laughs> yeah. I, I was always, listen. Oh, you need, those of you that are listening right now, you need to be in on an inside joke if you are not aware of it. But <laughs> I am five years older than my husband, which is a gift from the Lord, but always, always the butt of a joke of some sort. So right here, we have a generational difference. <laughs> it used to be obvious, I think, in our marriage. Uh because you were like clearly older. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I have a fuller face, so it is, it doesn't. It still looks youthful. <laughs> the other day, 
I was, he zoomed in on a picture of me and like just showed me all my smile lines and was like, <laughs> just kept showing me. And I was like, what is wrong with you? It was hilarious. Stop doing that. I said it was cool. Like I, we could tell how old you were. Like the Peeing rings in, in your it. pants is cool, man. <laughs> we could tell how old Keep you were. Keep smiling. You look cool. <laughs> Like the like the rings on a tree when you can count the rings and know how old the tree I is. That's what you said. Okay, well, do do do. Your smile lines look great today. It's because I'm smiling. It's good to be smiling. I earned them. It's fine. You did. This is the mark of a happy face. So, I do want to talk real quick then about like a maybe another way. So we said like. Often the voice of the Lord sounds like your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. We can hear the voice of the Lord in scripture. We can hear it, I think, from instruction from other people, right? Godly people that we want to vet that with scripture, though, and not Mm -hmm. just assume those things are true always. But what about like recognizing things in your life that like, man, this thing keeps happening. Like, could God be trying to trying to teach me something? Hmm. Um, I think that so like a bunch of big decisions that have been needing to be made at our church right now. And so it feels like we just kept waiting for the elders to meet and like the meeting kept getting pushed off and kept getting pushed off like by weeks. And then like, even then like the, the important meeting was getting pushed off by weeks, but, but like even prior to that, it felt like there was some stuff that just kept lingering. And so like for, for a long season, actually, um, I felt like I was just waiting on these people to make decisions that would like have huge implications for for us and different things but the point is that every time it kept getting moved I was like so discouraged and like I was frustrated and I just kept going well after this week okay it got moved at this point and finally I was like my goodness here is a pattern like I keep being frustrated Lord what what are you showing me like and I didn't even have to ask it I was like oh God you're showing me that I'm putting my hope in men I'm putting my hope Mm -hmm. in a meeting to like bring me resolve and provide answers for me when I just need to trust you and when when the Mm -hmm. decisions are made they're made but God you are you are watching out for us and so like that was something like recently where it was like oh there's this thing that keeps happening yeah hey God what could you be telling me in that yeah I mean God is is doing multiple things there right one he is well here's a cool thing your example great example of you opening the window into your thoughts of like hey god this keeps happening why Mm -hmm. it's a great question a lot of people don't even ask that question they just like are mad at god immediately well Um, there can be a why but it's like why are you like that god really is what they're thinking sure and so it's like what god why is this why is this still happening help help me understand so i you know, going back to the wilderness, like how many times did they say, like, are we almost done? Like, why are we still doing this every day? Yeah. You know, God, like you keep putting us there. But there is purpose behind every little thing God is doing, whether it's really good or really bad. Like God is present. You know, we just had a sermon in Ecclesiastes a few weeks ago. Uh, Orion was preaching and uh, it was the New Year sermon, and he and he spent a lot of time talking about seasons, and it's like in the in the middle of like really good seasons and in the middle of really bad and hard seasons, God's not in one and absent from the other. He's in both, teaching us things for our good, for His glory mm-hmm. in both seasons, yes. and they can be simultaneous. Glory every day. Glory every day. Hashtag. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it but is yeah. follow the hashtag. It is a thing. It is. <laughs> I should I should do that. Yeah, go ahead. It's okay. It's is just this, me. It's is just this, me. Is this it's... your podcast? <laughs> I didn't know you were doing one. <laughs> <laughs> what is this microphone in front of me? Where'd you get this stuff? Keep uh, talking. <laughs> um, Wilderness. Yep. So just you know, 
in the middle of like elder meetings upon elder meetings, getting pushed, getting pushed, getting pushed. God like showing up, teaching you patience, teaching you that he's the only thing that can sustain you. Everything could literally fall apart. Mm-hmm. Elder meeting or not. Right. Uh, information or not. Decision or not. Like everything could fall apart. Right. And God is still in control. He's yes. still good. He's still teaching us things. Mm-hmm. I think the um, thing that is so beautiful and like completely overwhelming to me in a really good way about God's bigness is like that was a tiny thing. I mean, tiny, like my hope needing to be in the Lord is obviously not tiny, but um, that was a lesson like really personal to me. But this, that whole thing and the meetings and the elders, like it actually affects tons of people. And so like Mm -hmm. the bigness of God can use like the same thing to work in hundreds of people's lives, you know, like that it's that God is always at work knitting things together in ways that we can't even understand. And so like even the other day, a friend and a friend of mine and I were sharing Um, some scriptures that the Lord had spoken to us. And like I had said, or it was a group I was texting and I'd use the phrase in the prayer for them, like that I was expecting the Lord to do even more. And she responded with a scripture that she had been uh, meditating on. And it had part of it that said even more or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I said even more because of the scripture I'd been reading in first Thessalonians and hers was in Philippians. And I was like, I just have been hung up on this phrase of like more and more that Paul keeps talking about like, Hey, you're doing good, but do it more and more and like continue on. And so like the way that like her scripture had it phrased and and mine and like that they both were speaking to us independently and like together. And we were joking about like, Hey, maybe God really meant for all of us to do this thing together all the time. Like that's community. And like the beauty (laughs) that like the Lord is at work in ways that we can't understand that are really personal to lots of people yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So like that, that just, you know, that triggered in my mind, um, like think about where you live, mm-hmm. think about where you work, think about whether you like it or not, where, you know, whether you like the house you live in, the neighborhood you live in, the place that you work, the family you have, whatever, like acts talks about like God, like sovereignly has placed us in yeah. boundaries and territories. And like, um, you can think about, I mean, there's a gazillion references in scripture about like a theology of place Mm -hmm. and just to be like mindful in those spots. And again, opening the window, what is God doing while I'm here? Why has he placed me in these, um, scenarios or, or whatever? Like it's not on a, it's not an accident that any of that has, is, is happening. Like God is active and working and moving and, and doing all of that, even in the, in the spots where you live. So, yeah. Um, just to be mindful of that and not think that's not a big deal. Like you live where you live for a reason. Ask yeah, God what that reason absolutely. is. Yes. Invite him into that thought. Ask him. Yep. Yes. I love it so much. Um, I am so excited. I love even just the, the way the conversation took the turns that it did. Do you have anything else to add to the things we've talked about and direction? No. It took? I mean, classic Turner conversation. We rabbit trailed. <laughs> In good ways, though. Like, I really hope that you all were encouraged by the things that we talked about. And maybe even we can circle back later and talk about a few of those things more with more depth to them. But um, it felt kind of like a bird's eye view to, like, listening to God and noticing where he's at work and mm. and pressing into that. So do I hope I, it was really helpful. Do I ever get to come back? I think you behaved yourself mostly. Maybe mm. minus the the wrinkles situation. Just kidding. That was funny. I hope everybody laughed about it. You brought that. Uh, okay, maybe. I did. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so before we finish, though, have you been thinking about this? Because here's the thing: I think about this question often, and like, oh, now I have a new answer because I've laughed hard again or something. But 
my question to you as we as we leave because god is glorified in our laughter he's glorified in everything every day he's in glorified in our laughter what has made you laugh the hardest most recently mm. I, as a caveat to that i i've been praying like i often pray this way that our our laughter would be worshiped to yeah. god especially like my kids like i want mm. my kids i think kids worship with by playing yeah. like play is worship to god god made them to play and laugh and mm-hmm. exist and it's very like john piper of me like a <laughs> christian childhood hedonism just go play and that's glorifying to god but anyway um <laughs> laughter is worship the hardest i've laughed recently hmm um okay i think it, it was recently our house is just like tri-tiered. And so there's a gazillion, uh, there's less, there's more stairs than there was in our old house. Mm-hmm. Like our parents made fun of us for all the stairs in our old house. So we got a house pretty much the same format, but each level is bigger and has more spaces like a bathroom. <laughs> and more stairs. <laughs> but more stairs. But it's like, you don't have to go all the way upstairs to use a bathroom now. Whereas in our old house, it was like, climb the tower to use the bathroom. <laughs> um, but anyway, because of that, there is always a risk of falling and recently... I can't, I can't remember if our youngest witnessed this or not and was just like, didn't even like run to help me. He was just like in shock. Um, I mean, it was the same look on a kid's face that you'd have when he like saw an asteroid hit the ground. But I, I was, you know, running down the stairs, which my mother-in-law always tells me I run too fast up and down the stairs. She's probably up. right. Huh? Up? Yeah. She I've, says you run too fast up the stairs? Of course. She has before. And uh, anyway, that's funny. You know, I've laughed really hard at you laughing a lot. Like our marriage is like me making you laugh and then me loving and laughing at that. Look at the product of my funniness. I'm laughing at it. (laughs) I laugh at my. Okay. Um, Anyway, so I'm going down these stairs one day and Sam's just in the living room. And I just obliterate myself falling down the stairs i mean <laughs> you you can like slip and like go on your bottom and boom boom boom, boom. which is normally what you do yep it's usually like socks on the carpet slip bottom hit a few things but for some reason i got <laughs> i got a leg caught underneath me <laughs> and i just like somersaulted and the entire time i'm like in pain but also like live thinking like oh why hasn't anyone recording? This would be the greatest like video fall because I went over my head, just like legs flopped. I hit my shin on the handrail. <laughs> and, I remember thinking you were injured really bad. Oh, it it probably sounded like a <laughs> truck drove through our house. Um, like I said, my face is full. So <laughs> big guy falling down the stairs, just crashing into the floor. Hurt. But you really laughed bad. hard at yourself. You're saying I did. I laughed hard at myself thinking about how stupid I looked <laughs> down the steps. I mean but at least people were here like I think the worst is when you fall and like are laughing but like there's nobody to laugh with you like I do stupid things like that at time uh, mm-hmm. in public all the time when I drop something you know I'm like uh, 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 and I'm like laughing about it but like I'm also like hey I'm okay with this it's funny to me but we, other people are like we laugh at over there? Fa- we laugh at people falling that's like one and thing and dropping things and dropping like, oh. the, like the Tervis at Bed Bath & Beyond that time <laughs> we walked into Bed Bath & Beyond and they had our this our first year of marriage and we still refer to it all the time were we even married we were registering oh maybe one of the two it was it was in Springfield so it could have been either I mean it was a decade ago so we walk in and there's a Tervis tower and it's like this beautiful. Remember like 10 years ago when those were everywhere? Tervis they were like towers. themed. 
themed services everywhere. Oh my gosh. And this guy just likes domino effect starts knocking down services <laughs> but the best like that wasn't even funny the funny part was him trying to like catch all of them he was like and like really clumsily like, yeah like like, 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 fl- like you like that those exact sound effects like he wasn't making them but you know in his head he's like and his hands were flailing and but his body wasn't moving as fast as it needed to no and uh that was great you know i think about so that. to this day we're like you know like the turvis guy i actually I feel bad for laughing as hard as we did at him. We didn't laugh at his face. Like it was a, it was a, it was a all day long. Like we were amused by it. I think. Oh, okay, good. That's the way I, I don't remember it. the. I don't remember it that well, but it did happen to me <laughs> later. It was more valuable. Oh, with the, ma- the ma- Apple, Apple store. store. <laughs> I was picking up a new computer. Like we had just got a computer, and my friend, my roommate from college, Phil, was with me. Uh, we were waiting for you to get back. From it was somewhere. after uh, the wedding. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yep. And so, like, I was waiting for you to get back, and so we ran to the mall or whatever. When some, you know, years from now, people are going to be like, "What is a mall?" <laughs> they referenced a mall. Uh, anyway, so we go to the mall, go to the Apple Store. There's a whole like Turvis Tower of iPads, <laughs> and I just stopped knocking them off the shelf, <laughs> and I'm like catching. Were them. they in their boxes though? They were, but like there was a I, I don't know there was a rope thing. And Phil literally sprinted <laughs> out of the store. I like turn around and he's gone. But for everybody to know how funny it is, is like Phil's a cross country runner and he's so long. So like thinking of someone like sprinting out, it would be like a gazelle. <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> this gazelle just leapt out of the store. And uh, my goofy self is just knocking. Up. And finally the worker was like, sir, sir, sir. And I was like, I'm sorry. And I just, just take, take your stuff and go. Get out. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, falling is funny to me. We had uh, a friend in college that my roommate and I used to think, I mean, still do, obviously. Falling is really funny. But back before, this is, okay, this is how old I am. Like, back before YouTube was a big deal, it was like, E-bombs world was the name of the I remember <laughs> Do you remember that? it? Yeah. yeah. But he would like spend time like looking up falling videos for when we'd come visit him. And he would like show us all these falling videos. And we would <laughs> laugh so hard. Like, the grape lady was always the... The first one, and oh then there would be gosh. like all the other ones. But man, the great lady was in E Bomb's world. Probably, I don't know. Wow. It was that era, so Dang. it okay. could have been YouTube. I don't know. Anyway, hey, thanks for talking with me. You are invited back. Mostly, probably when I don't have somebody else. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. You're important to me. Actually, there are a couple other things, topic-wise, that we were uh, chatting about earlier that I think would be great. So, love talking with you. Love being with you, and I'm glad that other people got to join our conversation. Thanks. I hope I still am your favorite person in the world. Always. Always. Hey guys, thanks for listening today. Bill slash Will and I had a lot of fun talking and visiting with each other. We hope it was helpful to you guys and encouraging. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star review, whatever platform you're listening to. See you next week.